You know what the weird part of my life is? I could tell Shane's <coughs> just taking a shit because I could hear his bathroom fan running. Actually, it's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How wrong are you, motherfucker? <laughs> See, you got that completely and utterly wrong, didn't you? I did. I did. I'm shocked and appalled, Ryan. Shocked and appalled. I had a shit just before I turned the PC on. And that was about 20 minutes ago. I could take one, but I'm, I'm going to wait till after, before I start getting ready for work. Smart. Yeah. So it can all accumulate now, you know, and then I can get let it go all at once. And then, get, you know, instead of going now and then there being leftovers. Or just, oh, yeah. or just take a shit while you go to work and get paid for it. You know what? That's a really good idea. I'm already yeah, doing my true. homework there today. It's Sunday. It's nothing's going on. So, well, yeah, that's so, true American way. Yeah. Shitting at work is a like as a process. That's what we do over here as well. Oh yeah. At Home Depot, my buddies and I would would go in the bathroom for an hour and just talk to each other in the stalls, taking up the the stalls, and then we would go to lunch for an hour, and then we would go back into the bathroom. Only exiting if there was a customer at the desk. <laughs> it was a nice that life. Smells, that sounds like a really smelly job. <laughs> yeah. Was there ever a situation where you're just hanging in the bathroom with your buddies? And then you're like, dude, are you shitting? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what we we would <laughs> sh- like shit randomly. Like, since we were in there, we're just going to let it all go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Absolutely lovely. So is everybody else set for this one? Sure. Yeah, I think so. I forgot a note I was going to make. Hang on. Let me write a note here before I forget. I have my tea and um, I have my cigarette unrolled. So you'll get to hear that lovely rustling of my package. I've got my tea as well. It's iced tea. It's iced. It's iced tea. I was going to say, did you fucking microwave that again? (laughs) (laughs) No, for the uh, for the tea I put in the fridge, I I, uh, boil it on the stove. Oh, right. So you should do that when you're making a cup of tea. That's too much work. Fuck, fuck, (laughs) sake. What are we going to do with you, Mike? <laughs> you'll realize it one day. You're gonna be like, you're gonna be looking at your cup and be like, man, I don't feel like, you know, boiling water. And you're like, maybe I will just try the microwave just once. Actually, Mike, that's where you're wrong because I don't <laughs> actually own a microwave. Well, you'll be out somewhere Ooh. with the microwave, and you're gonna be at Bed Bath and Beyond or whatever you guys have over there, and you're like, man, I should probably pick up a microwave to see if Mike. Here's what here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Shane's gonna make a trip to the U.S. one day. <laughs> And he's going to go, where's your kettle? And they're going to go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And then you'll hear me go, no! <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. I might buy you a kettle, Mike. You know, just for fucking, what, use it to make tea. I'll put, like, flowers in it or something. That'll oh, be cool. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use it as a vase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right, Whatever. Anyway. 
And we're back. Right. Yeah, let's get started, boys. Uh, I'm going to wake up halfway through this episode. That's all right. Probably be, I'll probably be sniffling and sneezing and just feeling like shit in general. That's all right. I'm still waiting for my fucking packages to turn up. My feeling is they're all going to turn up at once or in succession. So if you hear my intercom go off in the background, you know it's one of my packages being delivered. Nice. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, that is CDs and vinyl, so... Because I've been spending way too much money over the last few days. Alright. I found a break in Shane's uh, cigarette rolling, <laughs> so I'm going to take advantage of it. <laughs> Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. <laughs> well, welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, episode number 73. Wow. Joining me are my co-hosts, as always, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. <laughs> Fellas, I feel like it's been a while since all three of us have been on an episode. It has been. Because I wasn't on the last one, was I? Where you yeah. did, did the um, talk about gaming and shit. Oh yeah, we did talk about video games for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm kind of glad I missed out on that one. <laughs> Because I would have just sat here in complete silence going, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. No, I haven't played that one. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> well, that was a good one. All right, well, welcome to the podcast where we like to discuss <coughs> horror movies. We talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. If you want to reach us on uh, email, our Gmail is allyouneedisbloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. The Instagram account, All You Need Is Blood Podcast. And if you're listening to us, it's probably on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, something else out there that picks up RSS feeds. So, what's been going on, boys? Anything interesting? Mm -hmm. Dead silence. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I've, been, I've been trying to complete more video games lately. I just beat Celeste, which is that uh, indie platformer game. I've been uh -huh. like playing it on and off at Val's house because, you know, if I if I spend the night at her house and uh, I don't feel like waking up, I just log on to her Xbox and I play whatever's on there. And she had Celeste on there, and I've been playing that on and off for like two months, and but I've only have like eight hours of game time, so I completed it uh, yesterday. Uh, sure game then. Yeah, it's just like a, a platformer game where you are a woman trying to climb a mountain, and it's called Celeste Mountain, and it's hard as fuck. Like, there's like two buttons, there's a, oh, three buttons. There's a jump, there's a grab on, you can climb for a little bit, and then but you'll get tired. And then there's like a eventually there's like a double jump. So hmm. it's it's actually really fun. I really recommend it. But other than that, I've been um, I just bought. Uh, since Amazon Prime had their Prime Day, I kind of went a little bonkers. 
I uh, bought Final Fantasy X and X2, which I've never played before, but Val loves them, so I'm going to give them a try. Because I've newly found respect for RPGs since I played Persona 4, and I love that. Um, I bought these headphones that I'm wearing right now. These are Sony ones that have noise canceling and shit, so I don't have to wear my little earbuds when I'm talking to you guys. And I bought a dash cam, because I thought that was a good idea. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I said what, might as well. It was only like $35, and I was like, uh... I've seen so many accidents, and since I drive to like Midway every day, I'm like, ah, I might as well pick it up. Yeah, or that. you could pick up something awesome, like some Russian video where they see like an ape escape from the zoo or something. Yeah, exactly. Like Jumanji shit, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing my 365 Days of Horror again. I'm on uh, like my 20th day or something. Yeah. You madman, Jesus Christ! I'm try. It's hard, man. It's super hard because considering like we're sort of work and like they keep changing my schedule, so I have to like figure out when to to watch a movie. I wasn't anticipating this. But I'm gonna chill, try to still stick it through. But yeah, yeah. That, that's that's all I'm doing. Awesome. How about you, Shane? It's been up lately. Uh, well, what have I done? I went away for a few days. I went and visited my buddy in York. Did some sightseeing didn't want to come home because um, it was absolutely fucking beautiful up there it's like a medieval city um, it's like still got the castle wall um, around the city well around most of it so like did wall walk um, and did some amazing sightseeing went into a viking pub called Valhalla which was absolutely amazing um there's a really tiny little pub and it's like all the seating and everything it's proper old school viking shit so you've got the wooden tables and the wooden stools and the benches with the fake bow and then you've got like the ram skulls and you know all the other kind of stuff all the paraphernalia where you can actually get a drinking horn and you hire the drinking horn for 10 pounds and they fill it with mead and basically, oh yeah, and basically, the meat that they sell is home grow, home brew stuff. So it's proper fucking potent shit. Um, oh, dude, yeah. meat is so much stronger than you think. Oh yeah, yeah. And <laughs> basically, you obviously you give it back afterwards because you pay the ten pounds for the amount of meat, but obviously you get the drinking horn and then you have to drink it and they film you drinking it apparently. So, um, that was really cool. And I had, um, what my buddy called a murder pie, which is basically a pork pie with, an it's basically, um, coarse meat pieces in, uh, like a jelly wrapped in proper pastry. And it was absolutely divine. Oh my god! Is yeah. It hot? No, they sell. You can get them hot, but they sell them cold. Oh, okay. And they sell them with. You can have them either with a honey mustard dressing, or you can have them with like a spicy, a mild spicy tomato and chili sauce. And that sounds fucking amazing. And uh, they were amazing, man. Seriously, they. If I could have sent you guys one, I would have done. Seriously, because they were so good. Note uh, to self, go to a Viking pub. Yeah. Go to York, because York is basically the place to go. Um, because it's it's so... It felt so homey. 
and it felt like I should have been there. You know, it's, it's just really funny. It, I mean, so, you do look a little bit like a Viking, let's be honest. I have gotten that a lot, and funnily enough, I did actually get a couple of people stop me, and they're like, whoa, hold on a minute. Do you do battle and reenactments and stuff like that? I was like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but... Um, that was that was awesome. That was an amazing time. I was up there for five days, and the cool thing it was, where my buddy lives, um, you walk five minutes down the street, and you got the cinema, you got View Cinema. So we went and saw Spider Man Far From Home, and then we went shopping in the city centre, where I picked up a few bits and pieces and um, got some got some gifts for my niece because she's like seven months pregnant, and she's like, I want rock. Which is like the rock candy, the sticks of candy. It's multi-coloured rock, and it's just basically sugar. Um, and when you crack it open, I mean, you get all different flavoured ones. Because the ones I got her were, um, what was it, ye oldie humbug, ye oldie fashioned humbug rock. And it's basically mint. It's just mint flavoured stuff, and my niece loves it. Um, so that was really cool. Um, I came back, um, that's actually only the beginning of last week when I came back. So that was really cool. Um, I had my birthday last week or on Thursday where I turned the ripe old age of 45. Oh my God. Yeah. And then Friday I went and got tattooed. And got my Michael Myers piece finished off, finally. And last night I went to the cinema and went out for a nice meal with a couple of buddies and generally been having a really good time. And I've, I've, been, I've been in a really positive mood. It's been really good. Things are looking up. Good. Well, that's great to hear, Shane. Yeah. <coughs> I'm feeling better in myself. I think the breakaway did me a lot of good. Um, you didn't have two people busting your ass for shitting on microphone, or sorry, I said you didn't have two people breaking your stones for shitting on a microphone, or doing no, anything insane. No, nothing <laughs> like that. No, I was really it somehow well improved you. It did. It's amazing. I feel all positive and zen. Um, <laughs> but um, oh, another thing about York, I discovered a cake I'd never had before, and it's called. Parkin, right, and basically it's an old-fashioned York recipe, and it's my it's sugary. It's very it's full of sugar. Um, basically, it's like kind of minced up fruit with lots of spices and sugar, and it's it's amazing, absolutely amazing. I'll see if I can find the recipe for you both, so you can try and bake it. I would love to watch a video of Mike baking a cake. Oh, how awesome would that be? I've made uh, <laughs> banana bread before. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it had like cream filling in it. I, I like, I love to cook, but I'm not a big baker. I, f I feel like after watching all those episodes of the British Baking Show, you uh, probably should have a leg up. British Bake Off, they call that in the UK. Yeah, well, we're in America here. Yeah. Land of the free. That's because you do everything all wrong. Fucking British baking show. 
British breaking show, fucking boiling tea, and I might go, hey, whatever next. <laughs> right, now Shane's gonna leave for another two episodes. I know, now Shane's gonna be gone. <laughs> Screw you, fuck you all! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, awesome. Let's see, what have I been doing? I don't even remember. Uh, I've been playing some games. I got a new monitor in, got that hooked up. It's a fucking sick ass ultra wide. So I've been testing it on my old PC, Mike. But I have started the process of building a new PC. I saw that in the forum. Yeah, I, I haven't really... Well, I got all the parts in... I left on vacation last week, and I got all the parts in, luckily, the, the day before I left. So I wasn't... You know, there wasn't going to be a fucking processor or a video card sitting on my porch for a week. Um, so all those came in. I started building it uh, last night, and this is the first water-cooled PC I'm building. Good luck. It is... So much more complicated than I even and I was like, oh, no problem. I'll slap this shit in together. I got the fittings. I got all this. I'm missing like one fitting that I need. I'm like, oh, God damn it. I can make it work by rigging something up. But I'm like, should I just wait till that one fitting comes? Yeah, do that. And the real the real problem with all this is when it's because it's a full water cooling setup, the, the, the processor, the video card, all that. I can't test it till I hook the fucking water up to the goddamn thing. You can't, uh, like, run anything through it? I thought you could. Well, I need I need to get it filled with water. I can't, like, yeah. you know, usually I'll put a whole PC together and get it to boot up to be like, oh, there's no bad RAM, or <laughs> I haven't seeded anything wrong. Well, like, uh, I know when I work on uh, air conditioners at work, we pump it full of nitrogen, Yes. Well, I don't have nitrogen. Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if there's a way you could, like, <laughs> you pump it through for something, and then, because we have these uh, these spray bottles, and if there's a leak, like an air leak, it'll bubble up. So yeah, I'm not sure. Soap. Yeah, so I'm not sure if that's something you could do with that. I, I, I you know, liquid cooling, if I ever get a liquid cool computer, it's I'm going to buy one outright. I don't think I'll ever build one, because I'm too yeah, nervous. Well, I, I wanted to try it. I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. So it's it's fun doing it, but when I came home yesterday from vacation, so I got in yesterday afternoon, it was over 100 degrees in Connecticut. My house was fucking just sweltering. So I put every AC on max, just because I have all window units, left them all running, left, went and got a sandwich, and then came back. <laughs> and it was still too hot, man. Halfway through uh, Monkey with the PC, I was like, I gotta stop, I'm fucking dying. I'm like shaking and sweating sweats dripping on the motherboard i'm like this probably isn't good <laughs> i probably shouldn't have them so i'll finish it up i got a couple things to do on it but that's that's going to be exciting i'm looking forward to getting some some flex on this monitor yeah um and actually putting it putting it to work so let's see what else oh while i was on vacation i i finished reading uh one of the, one of my stephen king short story collections it was different seasons good book um yeah, the collection is uh, Shawshank Redemption, um, Apt Pupil, The, the Body, and uh, what's that? What the breathing? <clears throat> excuse me, the breathing method. Yeah, and it was fucking awesome. Like loved it. They, they, you know, most of those are not very horror like at all. So I think it's good to get just a little bit of non horror reading in when I get a chance. Um, the Body was the story that became Stand by Me. For those right, who didn't right. know, an apt pupil was a really good film. Um, I can't remember. It was it Brad Renoff? No, was it him? Um, young actor passed away back in the nineties. Oh. Um, 
but that's also got Ian McKellen in it. Um, yeah, Ian McKellen is in it, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. Stand By Me had River Phoenix, another young person who passed away in the 90s. Yeah. Outside, fucking took a nosedive outside the Viper Room, didn't he? Yep. So, um, other than many, that... Sorry, one too many cocktails. <laughs> sorry. I haven't been watching too much stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, other than what we're going to talk about today. Um, I've been wanting to get to the theater because there's like a bunch of movies I wanted to see, but Spider-Man being one of them. It's a good movie. I enjoyed that. Was it better than the first? Yeah, it was. I thought so. Okay, because I wasn't blown away by the first. Yeah, what was that? Um, that was uh, Homecoming, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't overly. Yeah, that one wasn't overly great, but um, I like this one. This one's a lot more funnier, um, and it's pretty dark as well. Okay. <clears throat> but when you do get to watch it in the theater, make sure you stay because there's two end credit scenes. All right. I wish I would start just putting these things right at the beginning so I could get up and leave. I don't have to sit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all the people that are working there are like are just standing there watching. Oh, uh, they, they hate it. You know how many times they've watched those end credit scenes? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to some actual content, boys. What? There's content? Yes. That's, we got a little bit of it. We got to spread it out. Ooh. Like, like like Marmite on toast. Very thin, because it's potent stuff. It's fucking gross. It is disgusting. It's <laughs> fucking vile shit. Uh, all right, let's start off with a trailer. Uh, I know you've been excited to talk about this one, Mike. I can, I can feel the anticipation in your bated breath. Let's talk about Three from Hell, because the new trailer dropped this week. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, why not? So what'd you think about it off the start, Mike? Looks it okay. It looks like a straight to DVD horror movie. Not saying straight to DVD horror movies are bad, but when you're this, I feel like it's overhyped. Like people who just like blindly love Rob Zombie. What the hell? What was that? that was me clapping. Oh, golf clap. <laughs> No, I wasn't masturbating. Go it, so- it sounded like you were masturbating. Nah. Oh, Rob Zombie. <laughs> I love his non-washed hair. Uh... <laughs> no, but I feel like, you know, it's just like super overhyped. Like, the trailer looked like garbage to me. You know, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to bash people who, you know, liked it. But I'm just, I don't know. It just looked like anybody could have filmed that. It's, it does nothing for me. I feel like just the third movie in the series is just unnecessary. Like, the second ended perfectly, and it's fine now. Like, I think Bill Mosley in the movie doesn't have an arm, and it's like the shootout left them all screwed up. And uh, it just, it's a slick stump. And then P- I see people like praising it. This looks amazing. And the whole time, Sherry Moon is just like giggling through the fucking trailer. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It just looks. Bad to mediocre to me, and I don't know. That's that's my thought. I'm still gonna watch it. But it looks yeah. it's not like Death House, but yeah, it just looks crappy. I think, I think <laughs> yeah, um, you never finished Death House, you asshole. <laughs> I think I'm in agreement with Mike. It does actually look pretty poor because for me, Devil's Rejects was just a fucking flat out amazing movie. 
in my opinion. You know, I loved Devil's Rejects, and I don't think anything could top that. And you're right, they should have just left it after that. Yeah, I'm actually sort of in agreement. I thought the trailer looked like, like you said, it does look low budget. It doesn't look like, it doesn't look like it's a movie that's going to be in movie theaters. I mean, I'm sure it'll have limited, you know, release screening or something. But is is this going to play on like every movie theater? I I don't think so. I think it's limited. Yeah, right. So, uh. I'm also a little, I, I don't know, I'm kind of upset by it, because, like, I, like Shane said, I love Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Not only is, is that my favorite Rob Zombie movie, but I I believe that it may be one of the best movies of the early 2000s, like that, like, yeah. that was like what? the first five years of the 2000s, I think that movie fucking kicks ass, and was I that, love it. What's that 2003 that came out? I can't remember. I don't remember. I know, uh, uh, let's see, House of a Thousand Corpses was, I think, whatever's listed on IMDb is wrong. It's not whatever it says, because it took, like, two years to actually release it. Yeah. It's, like, 2001 or something, I think, is when it came out. Right, okay. Um, But the, yeah, I love Devil's Rejects. And the ending, like you said, Mike, is fucking perfect. Yeah. It's, It's the end. It's perfect. They just go out fucking great ending and the concept of this movie just spits in it like just like ah no fuck that they all survived it's fine oh gross but they weren't supposed to uh, survive you know it's like the amount of fucking bullet wounds they took between the three of them that would have easily killed them (laughs) I mean come on and, and honestly, watching this, I don't know how much Sid Haig is going to be in this movie. Yeah, it looks like he's barely in it. Yeah, and and I love Sid. He's fucking amazing. And I think he's actually going to be at the Scares the Care convention I'm going to in a couple weeks. So uh, hopefully I can see him again. And I don't know. I don't know how much he, do- he does in this one. He's not in the best of health. I know that. I was going to say, he looked really fucking ill. He's an old dude, man. Yeah. He's an old dude. <laughs> and even if they waited, like, okay, like, I get he's old, and it's inevitable that, you know, he doesn't have that much time left. But, I mean, if if Rob Zombie were going to make another one, he could have easily said, like, Sid died in the shootout, you know? Yeah. Like, right. this kind of feels like a Phantasm Five type deal for me. Like, hey, we need to make a fifth one now because Tall Man, he's getting... Up there in age, you know, that's what it feels like <laughs> to me. And it feels like rushed. I yeah. don't know. Well, we'll see how it is. Uh, my hopes are not extremely high on this one. And I'm usually uh, a, a Rob Zombie defender, despite not loving the last couple movies. But, you know, what can you say? Like, I call him like I see him. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've, for me, is I've always been more of a fan of his music than I have his movies. Um, I mean, I liked that one album. His first, like, two solo albums, I really Hel- like. like Hellbilly uh, Deluxe. Hellbilly yeah. Deluxe. The first one was fucking amazing. I like Hellbilly yeah. Deluxe and Sinister Urge. I like them both because yeah. I grew up with them. And then, obviously, I love White Zombie. But after that, I just feel like it was just... He made that, like, Hellbilly Deluxe 2. Like, so he's trying to cash in on the first one. Oh, it, that was no It good. was so bad. It's This is this Three from Hell. This is just like that. He's trying to cash in on previous successes. And yeah. I don't know. I can't respect someone like that. It's He doesn't have anything new. He's just, you know, doing this Halloween remake, you know? It's just like, come on. 
That's for another well, we episode. We did get some news on. Speaking of Halloween remake, mm. like, we oh, did yeah. get some news on the Halloween front. Yep. Two what? So two new sequels. The, right. Two new sequels on the latest Halloween remake. I don't even know what you call it. Eliminating most of the series and then keeping the first, whatever that is. Uh, so this is going to be officially part three of the Halloween series called Halloween Kills. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what I just think is absolutely hilarious. So now in this series of movies, the titles go Halloween, Halloween, Halloween Kills. <laughs> Well, I thought I, I thought one's see. Halloween Kills and another one's a Halloween End or something. Well, they, yeah, then the last one's Halloween Ends. Oh, but they, so the way they count the the active titles in this, you know, because there's the original Halloween. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was the reboot like two years ago. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> what a box set. I, I idiots. I don't know. I hate marketing people. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. They should have still never left out this the original sequel. I think. <laughs> Whatever. I agree. There's no need to leave it out. But, I don't know, um, I'm hoping it's better, I hope they don't, I think they took themselves a little too seriously on the last one, the, the more, the more I think about it, I think they're like, no, this is the true sequel, it's gonna be blah blah blah, like, let's just have some fucking fun, let's have Michael Myers going around stabbing people, and, yeah, it's exciting, like, do we really need to drag Jamie Lee Curtis around for, like, two more sequels? Just like that. Just, she could get killed in the first five minutes, like in Resurrection. Actually, she, actually, she's going to be in both sequels. I would love if that happened. <laughs> in fact, in the same way, yep. it just opens up and she's randomly in a, in a psych institute. <laughs> Turns out it's a remake of Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> Without Buster Rhymes, thank fuck. <laughs> uh... Yeah. But you talk about trailers. I mean, there there were some cool trailers dropped on my birthday actually, because um, obviously they released the final trailer for it, chapter two. Oh, I didn't watch. That yeah, either. I didn't watch that either. Um, they've released. The, they dropped the trailer for the Giant Silent Bob reboot. That looks so bad. No man, it's fu- it's Giant Silent Bob is going to be fucking. Crazy. I know, but just like <laughs> now, I wish I watched that one. The Rob, just like Rob Zombie, they're trying way too hard, and I don't know it. Ugh. It just looks. It, we well, we all know it's going to be funny as fuck because they're going to get in so many jokes. I mean, they got fucking. Did you see Yoga Hosers? No. Well, go watch that and tell me how funny you think this was going to be. See, I don't know. He's just... Uh, uh, I just I saw the trailer yesterday, and I love the first Jay and Silent Bob movie, but this is just, like, stretching, stretching, stretching. I don't know. like Because uh. they did this in replacement of Clerks 3, because Clerks 3 was supposed to be released, and then they did a script, and then it got cancelled. Then they were going to do a TV show, and that got cancelled. So Kevin Smith was like, right, fuck it. Giant Sunk Bob reboot instead. So I guess in a sense, this is like a lot of years worth of work. He's just condensing into a new movie. And is my air, sorry, is my air conditioner really like that bad? 
I cannot hear Mike in all honesty uh, because of my air conditioner blasting in my ear. Okay, if it's Start. any consolation to you two, I can hear both, but only faintly. Okay, good. All right, I'm going to try to filter mine out of my audio. Mike, I don't know if there's anything I can do. We'll have to see. <laughs> you can always put a prolonged fart of Mike's over the top of it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That'll cover it up. <laughs> no, but like, I, I get it that people are like looking forward to this, and I'm yeah. just like Three from Hell, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try to keep an open mind to it, but they just look too... I just feel like it's been too long. I, I like Kevin Smith. So do I. I think... I think what he's doing now, like, I like his podcast stuff. He's got his, like, YouTube channel that he does a bunch of shit on. That's pretty good. Um, and I've even... There's been times where I'm watching uh, one of those Arrow TV shows, and I'm like, who the fuck wrote this? This sounds like Kevin Smith. And then it pops up, Kevin Smith wrote and directed that episode. I'm like, yep, that makes a lot of sense. And and shit like that I like. I like when he does, like, these little things and pops in and does that stuff. I, ju- I, I don't know. I don't know if he... If he's got the full feature talent, I guess, anymore. Not that I have any type of talent, but I don't know. How much has he got left in him? I guess, is this a last outing for him? Or are we going to see another, uh, what was that one with um, Bruce Willis and... Uh, oh, yeah, Tracy Morgan. Uh, yeah, Tracy Morgan, Bruce Willis, cop, cop, the cop out. I have not seen that movie. I liked Tusk, though. I still haven't. I need to watch that. Like it was so absurd, it was funny. Yeah, maybe that's what he's gonna do. Just go fully, full, fully nuts. He's got a good cast. Like he even has like Ben Affleck, Jason Lee, Matt Damon. They're all coming back for this. Like everybody's coming back. Matt right, Damon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm changing my mind. I'm I'm going positive from right now, Mike. <laughs> I'm excited for the movie. Yeah, watch the trailer and let me know what you think. Yeah, definitely will. Yeah. Um, what else came out? Or something else that came out as well. Oh no, something they well, announced. Well, they announced the Mar- Marvel Phase Four. I was going to say while we're recording this uh, earlier yesterday, uh, Marvel had their San Diego Comic Con big load blowing out. Yeah. And they they announced like a million things, sequels to everything, yeah. all kinds of new shit. Um, some of the highlights that I saw that I'm excited for. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, obviously, well, knew, knew that was coming. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn's back in full force. Um, what else was there? Oh, one I thought was really interesting. So they're doing a fourth Thor movie. Yeah, oh, with Natalie Portman Th- again. Thunder and something else. Apparently, Natalie Portman is going to be Thor in this one. Wait, what? Well, in, in the comics, they've had female Thor before. Yeah. Uh, for for years, like a decade almost, they had uh, a female Thor, and it was Natalie Portman's character who was wielding the hammer. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm amazed she came back because from what I what I get, right? She did Thor two, and they're like, "Oh, can we have you back?" And she's like, "I'm not doing any more of these. <laughs> like, I, I'm done." So everything they had in the previous film, um, Endgame, with her in it, was just old footage of her from Thor two. So I don't know. Could be uh, could be interesting. I'd like to see what's what's going on there. Um, you know, all the other stuff. There's a uh, Black Panther two and. Well, how is it like? Like I'm just gonna be some Endgame spoilers, I guess. I've never seen it, but like the ending of Endgame. Uh, didn't Captain have the hammer? Oh well, okay. So uh, you haven't seen Endgame, but 
that Captain America went back and undid all the things they did in Endgame. Because essentially in, in Endgame, they kind of had to break the Marvel timeline through time travel. Mm. So then he went back and had to replace a whole bunch of shit. Oh, okay, okay. So he did so give it back. They, yeah. they haven't come out and spelled it out, but theoretically he did put it back. Okay, I see. Like, they didn't show him returning it. He just time traveled away then. They'll probably it. show it, though, in this movie. Yeah, or at least what happened to it, or the rebuild it or something else. Uh, another one that sounds really awesome, I can't wait for, is uh, Shang-Chi, um, which is, a, it's a kung fu movie, and I fucking love they're doing a big budget kung fu movie. It sounds so awesome. It's going to be ridiculous. Hopefully they don't uh, have those uh, Marvel edits in there, though. Well, I'm hoping it's better than the kung fu shit they did in Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and other speaking of uh, the, Net- the Netflix shows, um, other big news. They announced a Blade movie they're making. Yeah. And the guy that's going to play Blade, I don't have his name in front of me, but I know he played um, Copperhead in um, Luke Cage, the first villain in the first season. And that guy is fucking awesome, and I think he's a brilliant choice. Um, he, he did a really good job in that season. Yeah, because they also announced uh, WandaVision, which is the Wander and Vision, um, or Scarlet Witch and Vision. Um, Yeah, they also. She's also in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, which I read this morning is apparently going to be the MCU's first horror movie. Get out of here. Seriously. Um, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah, apparently um, it's going to be full on. It's going to be pretty full on. So um, that should be quite interesting to read or to see, sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah, whether they can pull it off or not is another thing. But I'd love to see a fucking Marvel horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? All kinds um, of different movies: kung fu, horror. Bring it all on. Yeah, I, I like all. I like the variation. I, I mean, they good. well, they did it with Blade before, but obviously that was that was like twenty years ago. But um, you know, well, yeah, and that wasn't an MCU movie. No, but for them to do bring Blade into the MCU and then do a horror movie with Doctor Strange, that would be pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Because they also did, yeah. they've also announced the Loki series as well. So I think right. they're yep. all they're With all Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, <laughs> but they're all coming out in twenty twenty one, aren't they? So we've still got a couple of years yeah. um, before that happens. So that'd be pretty fucking awesome. Uh, I'll tell you the one down one that like I just don't care about. They announced a Hawkeye series. Oh God! With Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding? Pass. <laughs> well, they've got to keep him busy, haven't they? <laughs> oh, man. I just think that's funny. They're like, oh, what can we do with Hawkeye? I don't know. Give his own <laughs> yeah, let's give show. him a series. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, maybe it'll be awesome. Note to self, do not hit arm on fucking arm of chair, especially when it's only been tattooed t- for two days. Ooh. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, they also announced the Fantastic Four is official. Oh, yeah. And they, they mentioned they might do something with mutants, which everyone's like, Yeah, oh, my God. <sighs> Hopefully it'll be better than the last two movies. I don't know. Don't know. But, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So that's all of our news. I feel like we're like an actual podcast delivering information to people. Wow. 
<laughs> we do that. <laughs> Very rarely. The Marmite situation, Shane. I'm stunned. Thin and thin and powerful. Uh, <laughs> kind of like Mike's farts. Yeah. I don't think there's anything thin about those. <laughs> the like thick, through, maybe. thick, juicy substance. Yeah, right. Bit of a meaty fart. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. <laughs> a meaty fart. <laughs> I haven't had a bit of beef. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, that reminds me. This is this is so stupid. So when when Elisa and I go on vacation, we like to go on ghost tours mm-hmm. of like whatever place we go to. Neither of us believe in ghosts. We think it's really stupid, but we love going on them. We think it's hilarious. And we went on this one, and this it, it, we're, we were down by the by the beach, and this woman's taking us around on this tour, and she goes, "Oh, and sometimes in this building here, people will walk around and they'll they'll detect a slight scent of the ocean." And we think that's from people that have passed. And, and <laughs> I'm like, what? You're at the fucking ocean. Yeah, you're going to smell the ocean. And then she's like, you know, ghosts sometimes give off a scent of something that they've experienced in their life. And she's like, when you go around this building, sometimes people will report smelling a cigarette. And I'm like, you're by a bar. There's a <laughs> bar right there. No oh, God. you smell a fucking cigarette. And then she's like, you can smell popcorn. <laughs> And there's a fucking popcorn stand on the corner. Oh, we were dying. We were talking about the smell of ghosts all week. And she's like, has anyone ever smelled something weird? <laughs> I bump Elisa. I'm like, have you ever smelled something weird? <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We laughed so hard down there. <laughs> Oh, my mom also tricked my cousin because she said there was one ghost that smelled like flowers near a, near a carousel. <laughs> my mom reached into her purse and pulled out some perfume when she wasn't looking, sprayed it behind her. She's like, oh my god, I smell it. <laughs> That's epic. Family of assholes. Gotta love it. All right, let's get to our main shit here, boys. What do we want to talk about first? Midsummer or Stranger Things? Who, what do we want to spoil? Who's the bigger group? Shall we do Midsummer first? Because I watched that last night. Fresh in your mind, then. Yeah, kinda. I've had a... All right, let's start. I've... Let's start with Midsummer. Yeah, I've had a bit of time to think about it. Yeah, since it's all fresh in your mind, Shane, what's what's the what's the overall on Midsummer? What's going on? Uh, right, Midsummer is basically a um, story about a young woman played by Florence Pugh. <laughs> Sorry, that name just makes me chuckle. Um, <laughs> and basically, her and her partner they travel to Sweden to visit a rural hometown. That is basically they have this Midsummer festival over a period of nine days and um you know they they turn up and they get introduced by because they're with they're with a guy who they're in college with and or the partner her her partner is in college with and they basically he invites them to sweden and they all go over there to go visit his family um and i use the term loosely and basically they get invited to take part in these rituals um, and it all gets all gets very bizarre, and then it takes a turn for the sinister. And basically, this this girl is um, well. Basically, she's just like she's going through the motions because she's just had like a triple bereavement, 
um, like weeks before and um, she's still kind of um, she's still kind of raw from it but she decides to go with her boyfriend to this retreat and uh, it turns out um, you think, oh yeah, they're family, okay, that's fine. But it actually turns out to be like some kind of pagan cult that do these rituals every year. And um, basically they get members of their family to travel around the world and bring in new people. And it all goes a bit tit up. Yeah, that's basically it. What did yeah. you think about the movie? Personally, I thought it was The Wicker Man, but without the songs. See, I thought it was like The Wicker Man, only without being a shitty movie. Well, I just... Yeah, yeah well, you, fucking, <laughs> you don't like The Wicker Man where I do. But, no, it was... Um, personally, I thought it was... I wouldn't say it was a blatant rip-off of Wicker Man. It was an original story. It had some great ideas. Um, but it was... To me, I was just like, yeah, this is like The Wicker Man, but without the music, without the songs. Um, I personally thought it was well acted. Um, I thought it was a little bit artsy, you know, um, but this is Ari Aster. That's what he does. Um, bearing in mind, I still haven't seen Hereditary. So this is this is kind of his work is kind of new to me. If you see what I mean, so it was it was um, it was an interesting um, concept to uh, like take in, and you know I watched the movie and I've got to say I laughed my fucking ass off at the first part when they're all tripping on mushrooms because everything they were seeing, I was everything they were seeing and experiencing. Um, it just reminded me the first time I took mushrooms when I was a young lad. <laughs> so I was really, really laughing my fucking ass off at that. Um, and Will Poulter, because um, he's in it as well, um, his character was kind of funny, uh, especially when he was tripping out on mushrooms and he's like telling everybody to lay down. Everybody has to lay down. You've got to lay down. Please lay down. <laughs> I'm going to lay down. Everyone yeah. lays down. Yeah, that's right. And that actually made me chuckle so much. Um, my buddy who I went with actually poked me in the ribs and told me to stop laughing. And then he cracked up laughing as well. But I was just, it was just really, really funny. And there were a couple of scenes in it I thought were quite funny. But, um, you know, obviously it does take a really dark and sinister turn quite quickly. And you kind of work it out pretty quickly as well. Um, and I was... I mean, I was kind of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say shocked. I mean, my buddy and his girlfriend, they jumped once, and I was just like, I didn't jump at all throughout the entire movie. Um, but I also found some of it was kind of predictable. Yeah. I did th find it quite predictable, because obviously there's that hut, that, or that place they're staying in, with all the paintings and stuff all around the walls, and it kind of told you what was going to happen throughout the movie. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, early on there's a shot of like a mural or a blanket or something, and it shows basically the whole movie. Yeah, 
and and one shot as it pans by. I'm mm. like, oh, now I gotta wait for this to happen. I gotta wait for this to happen. Yeah, and it's obviously the typical. It's it's a pagan ritual, so um, you know, with well, now nah, do I spoil it? Am I gonna spoil it? I mean, not. Well, let, let's yeah, wait till we hear from Mike. Yeah, we'll get into spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. Um, what do you think about it, Mike? I mean, I liked it. Um. Like when, because uh, I, I dragged Val to see it, and she's never seen Wicker Man. I was like, all right, this is probably going to be like Wicker Man-esque. Um, so we went to the theater. We always go to the theater like Saturday mornings when tickets are like five bucks. <clears throat> That's what I do. Yeah. Smart. And uh, yeah, the I was like, yeah, can I get two for Midsummer? And the lady, she's like, oh, I just saw that last night. I'm like, oh, what'd you think? And she just like kind of like shut up, and she was like nodding. She was like, it was okay. I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, I kind of had a nightmare last night about a certain scene. I'm like, sweet. I'm like, that makes me want to see it even more. And then we watched it, and I got out of it, and I thought it was good. Um, it's it's okay. Like, it's very predictable, and the Wicker Man. It's just like this movie, or I should say this movie is just like The Wicker Man. A lot of things happened, but then they just stop happening. Like, there's a plot, there's characters, and there's story, and then it goes on until, like, the last, like, 30 minutes, where everything, or 45 minutes, everything just stops. There's no more plot advancement. There's no more character advancement. There's nothing. It's just... I, I don't know. I, I like the movie because I like uh, Ari Aster because I love Hereditary. I think it was one of the best movies of that year. But I feel like this just... It had a good build-up to nothing, if that makes any sense. Mm. Yeah, I can tell you, I, I think it was lacking something in the end that I was hoping for, but didn't get. Um, but I will say, I, I thought this movie was one of the most beautiful movies oh, I've watched God, in a gore- long time. The the cinematography, everything, the camera shots, the placement, the framing, everything is fucking meticulous. And you can tell it's done extremely well. Oh yeah, I agree with that, actually. Because it looked beautiful in every way. Yeah. Um, but I... Uh, it was like the quick quick edits. There was a few quick edits that I thought could have been longer. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing I did really like, too, that, you know, sit, you're sitting there in a movie theater and every, every... I don't even know if... It, there's, like, a couple dark shots in the beginning of the movie before they go over to uh, Sweden. Yeah. And the rest of it is basically bright, sunny daylight, and the fact that Ari Aster can just, like, instill this sense of dread into you when it's bright and sunny and gorgeous out, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen a movie like that. Like, Wicker Man doesn't instill me with a sense of dread. It's more of a sense of boredom that I'm like, when is this going to get on? Oh my god, they're doing another song, for fuck's sake. Yep. Um... And I, th- I think the comparison, it's it's kind of annoying, because I think the comparison with Wicker Man is that, oh, it's a cult of white people, so it must be just like Wicker Man. Like, I don't know. I, if you did that, then every movie, every slasher is a copy of Halloween, or Black Christmas, or Psycho, or whatever you want to consider the first one. You know? Yeah. So, it's, it's a cult movie. It's what it is. It's like, you know, dozens of other cult movies that are like it. It just happens to be more like Wicker Man. 
I guess because they're out in the wilderness and there's a lot of day stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, I, I really liked it more from an artistic aspect. I think plot-wise, it wasn't as good as Hereditary. There wasn't as much... Like, it, when you're watching Hereditary and the the plot's progressing, you're like, oh, that's what that is. Like, it, it, it's like unraveling stuff to you. I feel like in this movie, like you said, Shane, you know what's going to happen yeah. within the first, you know, once they get, they make it to the to the village and they're showing you all these plot points spelled out in, you know, essentially uh, screen, uh, what do they call them, when they have the, the drawings of what's coming next, storyboarding. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so they just showed us all the storyboards for the movie. Okay, so I know what's going to happen. But, um, yeah, it was good. There was a couple surprises and it were nice. The characters... I really liked uh, the main girl, Florence. Um, she was good. I thought her boyfriend was okay. Uh, the creepy villagers did a good job, at least most of them. You know, they look, they're nice and friendly, but, you know, you can tell there's something really fucked up underneath. But, like, I hated every single other person that was in the movie. I hated the, the skinny guy that was, you know, being disrespectful and doing all kinds of shit. Uh, the the other kid that was like I guess sort of a rival for her boyfriend and, and studying them, I didn't understand his motivations and and what he did in the movie. I'm like, why would you do that? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, I did not get like the the couple that was visiting, the British couple. Didn't like them at all. I don't know. I thought I thought the characters fell flat for me. They, they didn't really grab me. I didn't really care what happened to them. And when they started disappearing, I went, thank God. See, I mean, there's. Right, I am going to break into spoilers here, but obviously, when they disappear, and then you see what happens to the guy later in the movie when um, Christian goes into the shed, right? And then it's like you don't know what happened to his girlfriend. It's like she disappears, and that's like an afterthought, and that was it. Nothing. Nothing happened. You don't find out what happened to her, but um, that scene with um, what's his name, Simon, I think it was, uh, when like, when um, Christian finds him in the chicken shed. I was I watched that and I was like, wow, that was fucking awesome. Because um, <clears throat> if you cast your mind back to when Anthrax did the video for Blood Eagle Wings. Um, where basically it's the ritual where they basically open up a person's back and they break their ribs outwards and they pull their lungs through so it gives the appearance of wings and when they find him laid prone and he's kind of like hanging up with the flowers in his eyes and his mouth Yeah, that was that was kind of cool. I like yeah. that. But you know, all the all the gory stuff in this was awesome. They did a great job. Yeah. And I think the um, they used some CGI for some of the uh, hallucinogenic effects. Yeah. Uh, I think they used it very well. Like it was smart what they were doing. See, I love that because I was sitting there and I was explaining to my friend who I went with last night. I went, "That's exactly how it feels when you roll mushrooms." I went, "So we got that aspect correct." If we're, I mean, if we're going into spoilers, like, uh, what I, what, what bothered me, we'll, we'll start with the negative first, like, what, what bothered me is that once the characters 
started uh, disappearing. Like, no one really gave a shit besides yeah. the, the girl. And she was just kind of, even then, she was just kind of like, hey, where's, what's his face? And they're like, oh. And, like, he's, like, hanging upside down with his fucking whatever. And I'm like, okay. And then, as the movie went on, more and more people started disappearing, even that other couple. And, like, only the girl gave a crap. Everyone else, like, all of a sudden her boyfriend is doing it, and he's just more focused on his studies than, than anything else. Anybody else would raise a flag to that. And the fact that no one cares kind of took me out of the realistic part of it. Yeah, right. Mm. Like, I, I don't get that. I don't, I don't get how people, like, they're, like, really good friends could be disappearing and them not even caring. Even if my best friend now said, like, hey, I love metal music and I'm going to, I'm going to do a dissertation on Dio. I'm like, okay. I was still, like, if he disappeared, I would still care. He, like, <laughs> this guy doesn't care. He's just like, oh, fuck him. And I'm like, man, that's, that's cold blooded. You know? Mm. And then, they what you said ryan how like the fact that they did disappear it it doesn't make sense because the his uh her boyfriend's rival was like in that place taking pictures like if he's if he's doing it for passion and everything he probably would respect their privacy in a way yeah right he wouldn't be like sneaking off and taking pictures and such (laughs) and then all of a sudden towards towards the end of the movie where it's just the final two like it's just the girl and just her boyfriend her boyfriend is obviously like fucking falling apart and he's like all messed up on mushrooms and everything because they keep feeding it to him and then she starts not caring and i get that she's like more more uh like going towards the cult route but then she even stops caring and then he stopped caring because he just banged the that woman in that shed and then I stopped caring about the whole thing. <laughs> and then, like, I just, I don't know. Like, after a certain point, the main character becomes the cult and not the people yeah. from the beginning of the movie. And then you realize that it's going to have a dark ending and it's just dragged out. Like, this movie's two and a half hours long. Yeah. It easily could have been 30 minutes shorter, easily, like, minimum 30 minutes shorter. And it's just like you're just waiting for the inevitable. You saw the stuff from the beginning of the movie, saw all the drawings and how, you know, uh, people will die. It's like you see it, they don't. They're like, hey, this is interesting. But, you know, it's, it's like you're just waiting for it. And then the movie just kind of ends. It's just, that's it. See, it's funny you say about, like, the movie being too long. To me, it just didn't. It didn't seem like two and a half hours, uh, but I was just reading up on IMDb that apparently there is going to be a director's cut because there was 30 minutes cut from the actual film. Yeah, there, there's like certain scenes that easily could have been cut, like the whole uh, her dancing. And like yeah. you have to be the last one to dance and like they're making yeah, her like can, a queen. You can cut that down. Yeah, you yeah. can cut that down almost entirely. Like just say that she won a dance competition or whatever. I don't really know. Yeah. You know, it's like do we really have to see every single song of the, the entirety of every single song? It's like at that point I was just like looking at Val I'm like this is rough. But I still yeah. like enjoyed the movie from an artistic like standpoint. It's the movie's oh, yeah, gorgeous. Absolutely. That one uh shot where they're jumping off the cliff. That was brutal. That was great. I loved it. I don't want to sound like a typical like horror like person, but I really wish I saw more of that gore. Yeah. <laughs> because it was you wanted more head smash. Yeah, like it was only one scene. And then like 
the kind of the the poster child for this movie is that disfigured little kid that only had like five seconds of screen time. Yeah, yeah that was barely in it at all. Yeah, yeah see, every I poster. thought personally on that one, I thought he was uh, he wasn't really necessary to the story. No, it didn't. Like they they set up this backstory of him, how he's disfigured, and he's the one that writes all the images down or whatever, and he kind of like. It decides things for the cult, and they're like, "I, he's just looking from a distance. Don't mind him." You know, yeah. <laughs> what does he do? <laughs> and that's, uh, I don't know. That's, yeah, I, that's that's. I, it's hard because I, I, I actually did like it, but I'm just kind of like crapping on it, yeah. and I don't mean to. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I think would have not necessarily saved it, but would have made the ending a lot better. I, I wish there was something supernatural at the end, sort of like Hereditary. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be as long and as intense as Hereditary's was, but, like, but like, let's say that hut is burning down and they've got all the bodies in there. If something, like, supernatural and creepy happened inside the hut, I think that would be, like, almost worth it. You're like, oh, shit, they were right, you know? Yeah, like that, or I was expecting something to happen. Like, I guess the part of me that wants a cohesive story was hoping like even the shitty boyfriend like i would wish he would like have escaped or someone to have like revenge on on someone i understand that that's not what this movie is about but like it just felt like i don't nothing just happened after a certain point so i wish like that would be great like someone like like they conjured up something and someone walked out of the burning hut like just in flames that'd be great that'd been awesome but like yeah, eh, the dude gets up in the bear suit and it's fucking just on fire coming tearing out of yeah there. that was another thing too so they, they set up the bear very early they're like what's this bear in a cage and the guy's like that's the bear yep. <laughs> oh okay i was hoping some awesome mauling scene or something crazy is going to happen with it and they're like oh no we just hollow it out and it's a bear suit oh shit yeah it's so i don't know i again i uh, we've said a lot of negative things but i really like the movie itself uh from an artistic standpoint like this guy is so good at making movies Ari Aster. I can't wait for more of his stuff. He he uh, did a these. he did a Reddit AMA and someone asked him. They're like, "Hey, are you going to actually eventually go back to horror?" And even though he said he's taking a break, he did say that he's like, "I'm taking a little break from horror," but he's like, "I love horror too much to never make a horror movie again." Yeah. So yeah, so I'm looking for more from him. I think he's great. Uh, on hereditary ratings wise, I think I gave that one like a really high eight, maybe a nine, something you know, somewhere around there. High eight, low nine. Uh, this one, I'd probably give it like a low eight, high seven. Yeah, I gave it a seven myself. I'd probably give it a six. <laughs> I just love listening to what's happening on Shane's end, trying to. Th- figure it out <laughs> oh jesus so yeah that's a red uh, oh that's hereditary that's midsummer um i recommend it i guess we'll we'll see what happens with the future ones you know what i haven't heard honestly i haven't heard the the huge amounts of complaining you get from people when there's like an art house style horror movie like this about this one right yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard that much either, and I don't know if a lot of people went to see it. That's what I was thinking: is have less people just seen it? 
because they said, "Oh, it's the hereditary guy." I don't want to. I don't want to watch this. I don't know if like, yeah, because you usually get more people like shitting on it, but I just don't think that they went to see it. Maybe it wasn't playing near them. I I think this had a wide release, right? Yeah, I saw it at my local theater. It doesn't get you know a lot of fancy movies and stuff. I was actually surprised it was playing there. Because, like, I put up that I was watching Midsummer with Val, and I think it was, like, still, like, the opening weekend, so not many people said it. But even on, like, the Facebook group, I don't see many people watching it. And then, like, I posted that I was watching The Hole in the Ground a couple days ago. That's an an A24 produced movie, and people just, like, blasted it. And in the comments, they're like, I thought it wasn't scary at all. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this movie wasn't scary. Yeah, I'm like, well, you're, you're like in your 30s, your 40s. What movies do you find scary? It's like they, they, they hold up A24 movies as a higher pedestal. They're like, well, you know, this has got to be scary. And if it's not scary, they're like, well, it wasn't scary. I didn't get scared. But then they'll watch, yeah, they'll What's watch scary? like Basket Case or something. And I'm like, oh, you know, I loved it. <laughs> it's like, come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's, let's ease up on the henna lotter bashing here. <laughs> no, I, I love Basket Case. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, like say a, a true, like, you know, trying to be scary horror movie. It's, I don't know. You're not going to be scared at it. It's, yeah, I, I don't know. It's not, that, it's not scary excuse. I think it's stupid. It's very stupid. Yes, but well, let's move on to a little bit more fun here, boys. All right. Well, we all watched uh, Stranger Things uh, season three, right? Did you finish it up, Mike? Yeah, I got it. Okay, great. Awesome. Yes. So, Mike, uh, why don't you tell us what's going on in Stranger Things Season 3? Alright, well, I'm not the best person to ask about this, because I... Like, I I, I think that Stranger Things is very overrated. Also, I think we can just go right into spoilers on this, because when you talk about a TV show, I mean, you're talking about, like, fucking eight episodes. Yeah. You know, and, and every episode is going to be a spoiler. You can't talk about the end of the series without talking about the beginning of the series. Yeah, right. So, okay, like... I honestly don't even remember what happened in the past seasons. I remember when Eleven went to Chicago and that being, like, the worst episode of that season. <laughs> that was the worst episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, I honestly don't really remember the past seasons, but this one, it's, I mean, it's good. But, like, are you guys still there? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was just waiting for the silence <laughs> to end. <laughs> uh, so it's like, okay, like, you know, they the kids are being kids, which is, is nice in the very beginning. And they, uh, you know, that, uh, I don't, see, okay, ask somebody else about this. <sighs> Shane or, or yourself, Ryan, because I'm all right, really all right, bad I'll go, I'll go into it a little dissecting bit. this. So uh, I'll start off and say that I was slightly disappointed in season two of Stranger Things. I thought it was too much of season one, that it was essentially just a rehash, slightly different monster, but there wasn't a whole lot going on, except for that one episode that was the only thing different, and that sucked. <laughs> the one where she becomes an X-Man. Right. Um, so... Season three, uh, it's almost like things have gotten back to normal for all the characters uh, as it opens up. Uh, Eleven and, uh, what's that kid's name, Mike, are constantly yeah. making out, and the <laughs> sheriff doesn't like that. <laughs> See, that just that, that made me chuckle, that whole storyline. Um, 
yeah, the, the, all the other kids are being kids. They're doing their kids' things. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Lucas is still dating the red-haired girl from season two. Yeah. And there's a mall in town, and that's a big plot point. Yeah. The mall has sort of taken over all the mom-and-pop shops that used to be there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty pretty accurate representation of what malls used to be like back in the day. It was like, it was the spot. It's what you did. Like, if you weren't, you know, 18 or 21, you were at the mall. That's just what you did. Because you had no other options. And, you know... Uh, shit starts to hit the fan. Um, instead of being the same boring nonsense that was going on, not, I won't say boring, but instead of being the exact same plot that was going on in the last two, this one at least introduces that the Russians are invading uh, their little town and they're trying to crack open uh, the gate to the other side, or the upside down, whatever they called it. So there's a big plot point of the Russians. There's a lot of influences from other movies in this movie. Like, you could just see every... The, the Terminator, um... What's the one where the Russians invade the, with the Wolverines? Uh, Red Dawn. Um, Back to the Future plays a huge part in the show itself. Like, there's a lot of 80s stuff going on. Uh, never-ending story. <laughs> which, I nearly shit my pants when that scene happened. It was absolutely amazing. Oh my god. And, oh, I haven't been yeah, able to... I have not been able to get that fucking song out of my head since I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I laughed so hard. Probably just because Elise and I watched it, like, not six months ago. Yeah. And I don't know why, but we did. We're like, oh my god. I can't believe they're doing this. Um, but I found this season to be some of the most fun, um, some of the most, I guess you'd say, like, horror-oriented and action-oriented. I feel like they took a lot of the gravitas out of the show. And instead of it being like, this is big and important, it's like, no, we're just going to have an adventure. And I really like that aspect of it. And yeah, shit hits the fan, and I think they completely fucked up the ending of this season uh, in the last, like, ten minutes of the show, and I wish they had cut that scene out. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I don't want to get into the ending yet. Uh, what, what did you think of this season compared to the other season? I actually loved it. I actually really enjoyed it. And I thought it was really cool. Because it this season, where the other two seasons concentrated on like mild horror aspects, this one properly uh, concentrated on body horror. Which was obviously very popular in the 80s around about that time. So and Evil Dead and Evil Dead. Evil Dead section in it. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I loved the little references with when they went to see Day of the Dead in episode one, and um, obviously because I'm a bit of geeky with Stranger Things because I fucking love the show, um, I actually found out that the day the kids go in to see Day of the Dead was actually the preview screening. Um, because certain select cinemas around the states got preview screenings two weeks before the movie was released Um, because the film itself was released on July 18th Um, and obviously they saw the preview screening on the 4th so when they snuck into that that was like the preview screening which I thought was fucking awesome actually Um, and then obviously yeah you had the Back to the Future reference as well and that whole scene that whole part with with, um, Steve and um oh what was her fucking name um robin robin i think it's the new i think it's the new girl yeah, yeah robin you go robin who happens to be the daughter of ethan hawk and emma thurman 
Um, which kind of, I was like, whoa, fucking hell. Um, that whole scene when they're drugged, I thought was absolutely hilarious. I genuinely, I couldn't stop laughing. Just that whole thing where they were being interrogated later on, and then when they get out, and it's absolutely hilarious. I loved it. Um, but yeah, I loved the horror aspect of it too, um, with the rats, and obviously the uh, the shadow monster becoming flesh. Yep. Um, I thought that was fantastically done. Um, but it was just the whole the whole storyline. I mean, yeah, there were a couple of low points that um, weren't too brilliant. But it was like everything else about it I really, really enjoyed. And, yeah, the last last few minutes of the last episode, yeah, they could have cut it. They could have added it, like, for season four. Like, this is what happened over the summer or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, I'm I'm not talking about that whole. I'm talking the very last scene where they're like in Russia. Oh right, yeah that. Yeah, that's what I hate. Mm. I was like, come on, you assholes. Yeah, but they've got to give you something for season four, haven't they? Because that'll give you something to think about what they could, what what exactly they could do with season four. But because also on the rumor mill, they're saying that Netflix is canceling the show after season four. So they're gonna... they should. Yeah. Yeah. They. I, I would have liked if this was the final season and they ended it, and it was like that's it. Everybody moves on because that's what you got to do when you fucking become an adult. Yeah. They're like stretching it again. Like. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But um, regardless of that, I mean, I really, I, I absolutely loved it. I just thought it was an amazing show. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I really love... I, I love Steve in every season. Yeah. He's the fucking best character on any TV show ever. Uh, he was great. I loved his interaction. I liked how the groups they split up into sort of earlier on. And then everybody coalesces at the end, you know. Um, I guess even over the last few episodes, everybody comes back together. Yeah. I liked that they split everybody up, and I thought they did a good job keeping the groups balanced so that you're interested in everything that everyone's doing. Uh, with, kind of with the slight exception of, um, I forgot, what's the girl's name? Nancy Drew. Nancy. Oh, Nancy. Uh, Nancy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her and her boyfriend, I'm like, I'm done with these two. I, like, they're not really part of the group. They're their own thing, I think. They didn't really bring much to the story at all. No, you could no, literally I mean, were... cut those characters out and nothing would change. Yes, I agree. You know, the whole Russians, the the mayor, all that other stuff, that's all going on besides those two. So, that that's the one, th- one aspect I didn't like. Or not that I didn't like, I just didn't care about. I thought it was, like, filler. I'll tell uh, one thing I'll give Net- Netflix kudos for. Making this season only, like, what is it, eight episodes? Yeah. That is really smart because it didn't feel stretched out to me. And every other one of their fucking shows, you're like... Just move on. Have something happen. Like they they try to make thirteen episode seasons, mm. and it's too much. Really smart doing eight episodes. On this one. Uh, I thought everybody in it was good, like they usually are. Yeah. Um, you know, no real complaints, casting wise or acting. I did like the addition of Carrie Elwes as the mayor. Yeah, he was awesome, wasn't he? 
<laughs> playing Donald Trump, the mayor. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so that was good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty fucking fun. And they added stuff to the series and took out some stuff I think they didn't need, which was smart. So, I don't know. What what specifically didn't you like, Mike? Um, Like, I didn't find the first few episodes all that intriguing. Like, I know the kids were just being kids, but my... Because I've only watched it once, so when I watched it over a period of a few days, I don't, like, binge-binge shows that much anymore. Um, but I just, I didn't like how the kids were like, it, I don't know, just the story wasn't that interesting to me for the first few episodes. Um, other than that, like it felt, I didn't like the Russian aspect at all. Like I thought that was, really? yeah, I thought that was super lame. Like I, I, I get that the Russians were a thing back then, I guess, cause I don't know. But I, I just didn't like that aspect of it. I thought it was pretty... It was, like, too unbelievable to me. Even though we're talking about a show with, like, monsters and shit. But, <laughs> but like... The Russians wouldn't take over a small-town mall. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Like, in the basement of the small-town mall is, like, this giant Russian facility. And they were, like, going through it. And then, you know, towards the end, Hopper and uh, Winona Ryder... They're like, they access it, and they're going through it. It's just, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that was just too convenient in the, in the series. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was, like, entertaining. Val didn't like it, but I, I thought it was it was decent and good. I don't like that there was some, uh, like, eye-rolling SJW moments by, like, that Maxine character. Uh Maxine. Was that the little girl? Yeah, Max. Max. Yeah. Like, she was telling Eleven, she's like, you don't need boys, and you don't need this, and, you know, Wonder Woman, the boys wouldn't read. And then you, the next scene, the boys would be doing the same thing, like, oh, you know, you don't need her. and But, like, the... I don't know. It's just... I don't think that's SJW so much it is girl power from the 80s. Yeah, like, see, I don't... I understand that, like, both sides did it. Like, the boys did it, and the girls did it. But I just... I felt like all of that wasn't necessary. But then when I go into a different standpoint of, like, that's how kids are. Like, I, I get it, but I don't know. Yeah. I guess it just it bugged me initially, but I, I, I think that if I watched it again, it wouldn't really do anything for me. But that these are just my initial thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, like, the whole Nancy and her boyfriend did nothing for me. Like you said, I was just they could have easily been taken out of the whole fucking show. Mm-hmm. I don't really even like them in the other seasons, either. Um... But yeah, that's just that. I just thought it was okay, and people are saying like how fantastic and amazing it was. I just I don't see that. I thought I liked this one better than season two. Uh, it's probably on par with season one for me, but for slightly different reasons. I thought, you know, season one was that like first shot of of eighties nostalgia that I don't know. I guess people were craving or something because now it's fucking everywhere. Uh, but it, but it also had like this crazy sci-fi plot that you didn't see in like mainstream television or anything like that. Um, a lot of Lovecraft and a lot of like weird shit going on. Yeah. And I think this one is it. it they condensed it and got rid of a lot of the uh, the thinking man's elements and like just made it like fucking a chase movie. 
or chase series, you know, you're running from this thing, and there's monsters coming out, and somebody's possessed, and they gotta stop them. Uh, I don't know, I, I thought it was more schlocky and action-y, which I liked. I thought that was a good move for this show. I don't think you need to have it as stressful, and my child is missing. Now, her kids are fucking missing for the, almost the entire part of the series, and Winona Ryder doesn't give a shit about that. Until, like, the last, like, two episodes. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I've been through this. They're probably fine. So I did. I, I, I did like love that. the cast, though. Like, I thought like the new edition of Robin was great. I love Lucas's little sister. I, I loved. She was yeah. awesome. She yeah. was so yeah. funny. She was good. Mm. So I don't know. I will say, I'll, I'll just to mention that last scene in the show, because obviously spoilers for the end of the whole show. Uh, Hopper sacrifices his, himself, right? And gets blown up by this fucking machine. And you're like, wow, he's dead. And then at the fucking last scene of the show, there's a big box and it says the American on it over in Russia. And I'm like, fuck you. You just ruined his sacrifice. Like, that's the same thing they did in fucking Batman versus Superman. Superman's dead. And then at the end of the movie, the dirt moves on his casket. You're like, well, he's not dead. Great. Who gives a shit? Yeah. What a waste of a sacrifice. Nobody dies. You're like, at least if somebody died, you know, you would walk away from it being like, oh, you know, that's some serious shit. This is, uh, this is the real deal, but they just blew that right off. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that the whole Russian thing could have been written differently. I really well, they do. Men- they mentioned it, didn't they, in passing? I think it was, what, season one? Mentioned what? The Russians. Russians infiltrating um, their town. It was mentioned in passing because you had the um, conspiracy theorist, the teacher, not the teacher, the um, the guy with the glasses, Bald Eagle. Right. Yep, Bald Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just loved all those fucking code names. They were so funny. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because he mentioned it at the beginning of season one when they were doing like a press conference for something, and he mentioned about the potential Russian spies in Hawkins. So I thought that was really cool. I did not notice that. Shit. No. Uh, see, I'm I'm a bit of a geek, so I did know I did spot these things. Yeah. <laughs> so they built it in there. I I did like the stuff with the the Russian guy that was essentially just the Terminator. Yeah. 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 That I was going through. I thought that was fucking cool. I thought that was like, Almost, like super fun, like that, like Russian uh, uh, Terminator hitman kind of guy. But then, like, I, w- I was thinking about it, and you know, if Steve, if they caught Steve and Robin, they would kill him. Like just fucking, yeah, just, just, just him fucking right murder away. him. Like I don't get why they're keeping them. They're trying to get who they're w- working for, but it's like just fucking kill them. And like the whole. It, it just didn't make sense to me. I, I don't know. I know I'm overanalyzing the hell out of this because it's supposed to be fun, but it's the Russian thing just bugged the hell out of me. I just thought it was stupid. I, th- I just thought it was too like in the very first season, uh, you know, uh, what's his face uh, goes missing. What's his name? Will, Will goes missing. And you know, yeah. the whole time she's like trying to figure out how the ways to contact him and everything. And he's in like this upside down world that I can, I can, you know, get with. And, but like this one, it's like, okay, now there's an upside down world. And now there's like Russians invading. Like, it's like, come on. It's, it's I felt like it was way too much. 
See, I love that. I think that's great. I I, I think that's the dumb schlock that I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, like why? It, it's like the Goonies. Why are members of the mafia on a treasure hunt? Like it doesn't make fucking sense. Doesn't make sense, and that's because the Goonies is a terrible movie. And it's great. And it's fantastic, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking asshole. <laughs> so, I don't know. All right, so we're split on Stranger Things Season 3. How excited for you at this point are you for Season 4? I'm pretty excited. I hope I'm... it's the last season, because this is running its course. Uh, I don't want it. I almost hope it gets canceled, because I would rather have this season had ended and the kids move on. You know what I mean? Like, your friends move away. That sucks, but that's what fucking happens. Like, we don't need, oh, everybody's back together for this one adventure, uh, their fourth adventure. Like, I don't know. I don't I don't think I want it or need it. I'll watch it, obviously, but... Maybe if it, like, takes place in the future. Like, then... Oh, they're all, like, 30? Yeah, kind of do, like, an it thing, where, like, you know, the Russians are, uh... like, feeding Hopper, like, some fucking monster food and he like it takes like 10 or 15 years for him to like and they did the russians use that as a way to like invade america i'd be down but they're just gonna take place like a year later and i don't know russians am i right Russians. (laughs) (laughs) oh shit yeah so what what move or not movies but what like sort of 80s tropes do you want in the next one or do you want to move on to the 90s mike give it a give it a good decade um i'm kind of sick of the 80s tropes i feel i think i said this in another podcast too where i feel like like the 80s are like everyone wants to go back to the 80s for the last few years i don't get why like i get the 80s was cool and all but like every single show and movies like trying to get back to the 80s and everything I, 90s would be kind of neat but uh I don't know. I don't. I don't want to see those tropes anymore. Personally, you're done with them. Done. It's like I, I don't want to keep seeing. It. It's the same '80s tropes over and over again. Like I get it. <laughs> There's like fucking synth music and big hair. I get it. How about you, Shane? What would you like in your next season? Oh, that's a tough question. Actually, I'd love them to do more of the horror stuff, more of the body horror stuff. Um. You know, I'd love to see what that. It's weird because I mean, obviously, you guys are like completely against the whole idea of the Russians and stuff. But I would. Oh no, I uh, liked it. I thought yeah, that was, I but, thought that was brilliant. But I would love to see more of the Russians, and I'm really interested to see who the American is that they've got because the it's Hopper. It has to be Hopper because I mean, although there has been several theories going around already. Some people have said that it could be a Dada from season one. Um, oh, fuck, what was his name? Um, Matthew Modine, his character. Because what a lot of people have pointed out and said is that at the end of season one, when he's attacked by the Demogorgon, you don't actually see him die. So some people are saying that maybe he got dragged um, into one of the portals or something. Um at the end of season one, it could be him, it could be Hopper, or it could be a completely new character. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to see who it is, but I would love them to carry on with the whole horror aspect because 
I really loved what they did with it in season three. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I like the I like the Evil Dead episode. I like the fucking where they're trapped in the mall and they're fighting the monster off of that. That was great. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah, it was schlocky and fun. And, and like you said, all the Cronenbergian parts with the the body horror and people melting and all that shit. Yeah, that cool. I really enjoyed that. And let's not forget, I mean, let's pray they don't do another never-ending story thing with the girlfriend. <laughs> They're going to do part two. No! <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, right, it's like when that came on, I think my reaction, I think it was Joyce's reaction when she's like thumping her fists on the wall as they're singing it and she's turned around she's like oh my god i felt exactly <laughs> the same way i was like what the fuck and then like everybody listening to them on the walkie talkies and i was just like what have i just seen <laughs> what am i hearing and it was just uh, it was just too fucking funny it really was that's like the kind of 80s trope i didn't like like it's like they have to constantly keep reminding us that they're in the 80s. And then they, they're singing the theme to Neverending Story. It's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. See, that, that <laughs> film, Neverending Story, yeah, it's going to trigger lots of childhood dra- trauma for a lot of people. You know, it's like, because I, I, I still can't watch that film. Poor Atreyu. I know, right? So sad. <laughs> so sad. What was that horse's name? Uh, Shit. Uh, uh, cool, you had to ask remember. that. Now I have to look it up. Oh, yeah, I'll let you do it. Uh, I don't know if, if I don't know if the horse is going to be on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> the horse in IMDb. Oh, it's a fucking name I know. God damn it! You motherfuckers are going to make me do it. I did. I did put a thing up on um, Instagram and Facebook earlier, but I didn't get any responses from Instagram. Our text. Yeah. I didn't get any responses from um, Facebook, but I did get one from Evil on Swift Things. Swift, sorry, Evil on Swift Wings on Instagram, and he says, "Stranger Things keeps me wanting more." Not going to lie, and I'll be a man and say, "Yes, I did share it, shed a tear." Or two at the end of it, anticipating the next chapter very soon. And then it was, um, I was on Facebook earlier on, a friend of mine um, basically commented about she was watching, right, totally off topic from what we were talking about. But she basically put a photo, she put a status up last night saying watching final destination five two blokes look like totally young non non-scientology inflicted tom cruises one gymnast currently folded up not in a good way two tom cruises and several teenagers i forgot to pay attention to where they are where they are to go and i basically just commented commented flat packed gymnast and you lost me on that one yeah, yeah, i don't know <laughs> all right well it was final destination five have you guys seen that one? Yeah. Uh, probably not. Well, it's the bit when the girl is doing the gymnast routine and she falls and her body just folds and her spine snaps and shit. And I just basically mentioned about flat cha- flat packed gymnasts. <laughs> Phew. I thought it was All right. <laughs> Because I did chuck. I know some of those words. Yeah. What, funny? 
All right, boys, what do you think? That's about it for now? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if you want to reach the podcast, you can catch us on our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. The new Instagram account, all you, it's not new anymore, but that's what my notes say. All You Need Is Blood Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. If you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Twitter, at Ryan Tudelo. On Instagram, All You Need Ryan. And on Facebook and the uh, upcoming horror movies message board. Uh, and also, I will be at the Scares That Care convention. Uh, first weekend in August, so... Yeah, Ryan will be signing autographs at anybody who turns up be. with a piece of toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm only charging $5 an autograph. Ooh. It's the cheapest one there, folks. $5? <laughs> That's right. What, what about it, Shane? What, do you think you want more? Ah, you've got to give him a sucky-sucky as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks, right? Yeah, that's what everyone says. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how about you guys? Any uh, contact info for you? Um, you can find me on Instagram as RoboGinge74. Um, you can find me on Twitter as Dead Cell Society, though I barely use Twitter that much these days. Um, I am on the Facebook groups and on Facebook itself and occasionally and even more rare than Twitter I am on the UHM forum I uh, run the Instagram account oh I'm stretching and uh, I'm on the uh, Facebook groups and the forum excellent well thanks for joining me fellas <clears throat> and thanks for everyone for listening. Always a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, we'll just say bye for now. We'll come up with something good for next time. Yep. Later's. See ya. Oh fuck! I am so hungry and tired. It's great. It's noon now. Thanks a lot, Shane. What? Oh yeah. Well. You completely made me miss breakfast. <laughs> I mean, it's my fault. You were the one who wanted to do it. Actually, no, it was Mike who wanted to do it early. So blame Mike! They, they <laughs> changed my schedule three times over the course of two days.